Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. That's me, you're you, 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call to participate in the show when I don't have a guest. Can I interrupt your guest? Probably not, I would say. But we are here for you, 1-800-878-7529. Proud and privileged of being on the American Forces Radio Network, wherever you might happen to be listening in this great land of ours and so-so foreign lands. Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, National Guard, Space Force, Delta Force, rolling with force, doing great. Thank you for that. All you do. Stay safe. Come home soon. We're proud of you. Keep up the hard work. Also around the world, on the World Wide Web, sportsbyline.com, streaming along. Go there, click listen live to hear the shows. Emails rick at sportsbyline.com if you want to write to me or rick at countpimpula.org. Also, tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, twitch.tv, search for Sports Byline. There I am. We've got a really big shoe, a size 18 shack, high top, and one. Andrea Kramer, trailblazer. Always love having the award winning broadcaster. She'll be on at 925 once again. We'll have um, Jude Chahab for her new film, Q, which is at Tribeca. Second hour, actress Dominique Fishback. She'll be in as well as director Steve James. He's done the new 30 for 30 on Bill Walton. Uh, Pro wagering with Mick Yardley at 11-12. Talk NBA Finals, which begin tonight. We'll break it down, build it up. And comedian Jimmy Shin, he's at Cobbs. He's going to come in in the third hour as well. So you can always check us out on your TV set. That's right. CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel 2, and your cable provider. The Twitter is at Rick Tittle. And also, Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle is a Facebook fan page where you can post a blurb and respond to mine as well. So we got three hours. Come on back.
This is Ron Barr. Father's Day was always special for me and my dad. We'd go to a ball game, go fishing, or maybe even take a trip. There were things that made Father's Day unique and unforgettable for us. I've got a suggestion that will make it the same way for you and your dad. Give him the Omaha Steaks Dad's Want Steaks Package. I can't think of a better way to celebrate his day than barbecuing with your dad. As a special to our listeners, when you go to omahasteaks.com and order the Dad's Want Steaks package, type in sports and get $30 off. I've tasted all the great products from Omaha Steaks, and I guarantee you'll like it, and so will your dad. Give him more than just a gift. Send him an experience he can share with you. Go to omahasteaks.com and order the Dad's Want Steaks package today. You'll get 16 entrees and four desserts, plus eight free Omaha Steaks burgers with your order. It'll be a Father's Day your dad and you will always remember. That's omahasteaks.com, keyword sports. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. Hey, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with Coast to Coast and Around the World on the American Forces Radio Network. We need to get uh, we need to get things uh, uh, squared away right now with the NBA Finals and also the Stanley Cup Finals. When we think about what's going to go on with the uh, Golden Knights and also 
with the uh, Florida Panthers. Now we're gonna uh, wait till Saturday uh, for that uh, to get going <laughs> with game one. It always seems like there's just this long, long wait when it comes to this type of stuff. But what we do know, as I mentioned, is that the NBA Finals are tonight. And we have a team that is hosting a game that has never hosted a game before. And, uh, uh, you know, the Heat, when you think about their pedigree and what they're able to do, and really uh, two different eras for the Heat, the Dwayne Wade uh, Shaq era, not Shaq, the Dwayne Wade era, and then the, um, the of course, the big three as well. But it, all I really think about are two guys, and I think you probably do too, and that's Nikola Jokic and Jimmy Butler. And what is the other team going to do about that? <laughs> who are who are the uh, the matchups when it comes to that? And I don't, I don't know if, I mean, Michael Malone, the head coach of the Nuggets, and any Nuggets player will tell you, it's, it's not surprising when they play somebody and the center on the other team is on Aaron Gordon or just like wandering around uh, in the paint, which, which is kind of weird. Uh, by the way, if you're watching on Twitch, it just crashed. So I'll try to get it up and going again here. I don't know what people do here on the weekend. I don't ever want to be a person who blames weekend people. And plus, it's Thursday. <laughs> I have no idea who was in here last night. Who the hell was in my room? All right. Um, but I, I think when you see that, when you see the center on the other team matched up with Aaron Gordon or somebody else, it's almost like the other team is just saying, look, there's no reason to waste our center on Jokic. And there's a certain, there's a certain point to that as well. I remember when, um, like when the A's were really good during the uh, Tony La Russa Bash Brothers years, and uh, Twitch is up and going again, by the way, and <clears throat> Dave Stewart would always face the ace of the other team. It was Roger Clemens of the Red Sox, or it would be like Jimmy Key or David Cohn or Frank Viola, you know, Blue Jays, Twins, whatever it was. And I always thought, why don't we just put Dave Stewart in there against their fifth starter so we know we'll win? And it's like, this is not the way it works. you got to put your best on your best. But it is interesting. I mean, for all the conversation that the Lakers had on putting Rui Hachimura on Jokic just to keep the unibrow on the rim, well, <clears throat> what did that add up to? Zero wins. Zero wins. Now, the strategy has sometimes been effective, but Miami might not have the personnel. You could put... Kevin Love back in the starting lineup, but why would you take Caleb Martin out the way he's playing? And then Love would just get targeted on the pick and roll. Could you have Martin and Butler hold up like Hachimura and James did against Jokic on a double team? But also unlikely, and Adebayo isn't the same kind of deterrent as Davis is, even like as a help defender. 
And whoever guards Jokic is getting into tr- foul trouble pretty quickly, I would think. So I would expect Adebayo to start on Jokic, but I'm still curious to see how the Heat approach these matchups. Because if Martin or Butler is on Murray, would they switch Murray to the Jokic pick and rolls and get burned that way? So as Aaron Gordon, as much as an afterthought, we thought he was a couple years ago. I mean, it's really on him because I feel that they're just going to say, let's let Aaron Gordon be the offensive liability he is. And Aaron Gordon's going to say, I'm not. I can still score. And I wouldn't be surprised if Butler who works so hard off the ball is the one matched up with Gordon roaming around and, and trying to dis- disrupt things. So the other way around, how are the Nuggets going to handle, handle uh, Butler? And <clears throat> look, Gordon was the primary defender against Carl Anthony Towns, against Kevin Durant, against LeBron James. And you'd probably think he'd be the one that's going to guard Butler. And you might, I would think he's too big. Like he doesn't have the size and the strength and the foot speed staying down on pump fakes. But I'm sure he probably relishes that. So, and plus, Butler is going to probably pick out the guy he wants to guard him. He'll go matchup hunting. So, at the beginning of the Lakers series, I thought the Nuggets were a little too willing to give up on LeBron James a lot, and there was just sort of like, well, we'll just let LeBron do what he has to do and shut down everybody else. And they kind of thought, well, why would we do that? So, I, I don't know. The other thing to watch is how the Heat use Butler off the ball. Every time he sets a screen for Duncan Robinson or Max Struess or Gabe Vincent, I mean, that just that could compromise Denver's defense. I could see Spolstra having those guys screen for him. <laughs> And then have the ball in what out of Bio's hands? They kind of did that against the Bucks, but I just you know zone defense is a, I, to me zone defense is what you want to play if you're a player, and you don't want to play if you're the coach. If you're the coach, you want everybody and everybody else's jock. It's a lot more work than zone defense. It just is. And Miami plays more zone than anyone. But this might not be the time to do that because you just throw it into Jokic and that's it. He scores. Probably an and one, too. So I just wonder the way Miami, I mean, Spolstra is so creative with the movement and the spacing and and in theory the Nuggets are very exploitable on defense. We know Jokic is not a colossus. He's not Mutombo in there as, as Denver once had. I mean, they just—he's just not a dominant rim protector, despite his size. So, I mean, this hasn't happened consistently yet, but we kind of saw what you can do when they played Phoenix and the Suns were hitting pull-ups and a lot of catch-and-shoot threes. So, if Miami puts pressure on the rim but can stay hot from outside, then that might be it. But that's, of course, easier said than done. And it's not just about Butler screening off Ida Bio or, or whatever. I mean, Kyle Lowry has made over 40% of his pull-up threes in the playoffs. Gabe Vincent is not shy. They're just going to need some Lonnie Walkers in here. I hate to say it. But how about Tyler Hero? He's a legitimate pull-up threat. And his pick-and-roll chemistry with that team is great. 
The thing is, can Tyler Harrell play any defense, and is he healthy enough to play that type of defense? So uh, you can look at all the numbers and transition, and I said Denver's the fourth best in transition. Look, it's the playoffs. It's, it's Miami's job, I think, to stop and make Denver think. Because the way Denver is right now, I think they'll just say, look, we're just going to play our game, and we're, we're not going to really worry about you. We're going to do what we do, and we're going to win. And I think it's Miami's turn to just say, no, you're going to have to actually sit down and think on the fly. Coming up next, Andrea Kramer. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. 
we provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Teams have four attempts to move the ball 10 yards. So if you see a graphic on your screen that says first and 10, that means it's the team's first attempt to get 10 yards. crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right, that's elaborate. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's always a pleasure to be joined by the award-winning broadcaster, Andrea Kramer. And she's here to talk about uh, her piece on the latest episode of HBO Real Sports entitled Grass versus Turf. Andrea, welcome back to the show. And, you know, we have heard over the years that turf is so much better. I remember when I was in high school, Kurt Warner, the Penn State running back when he was with Seattle, he destroyed his knee and, and no one touched him because his cleat caught in the turf. And it was just this evil thing. There was no pad underneath, I guess, at the Astrodome. They were playing on cement. But despite all the improvements, there are a lot of problems uh, still with this, aren't there? Yes. Hey, Rick. Nice to be on. Be back on with you. Yes, there are there are a lot of problems, and <laughs> you can go back to 1972 when Gail Sayers said artificial turf is going to cut players' careers short. And I remember actually even when I started my career, and I was in Philadelphia walking on the old turf. I, I, I shudder to call it turf at Veterans Stadium because it was like literally concrete covered by a carpet, yeah. which is what you're alluding to, what they had at the, basically what they had at the Astrodome and what they had at Three River Stadium and, you know, the original Three River Stadium and Riverfront Stadium in Cincinnati and, you know, places like that. Um, it, was, it was just walking on it, it would, it would hurt your back, not to mention playing and falling on it. So historically, the goal has always been to try to get turf to feel like and give the way grass does, but hold up better and more economically from a maintenance level. But I don't think we're necessarily there yet, Rick. And uh, if you talk to NFL players, and I've talked to, you know, quite a sampling, um, I've yet to find guys who uh, will tell you that they prefer playing on turf over natural grass. Yeah, and, and I was saying now, over the years, they'll say, well, now the, the turf is actually like very soft plastic blades of grass and, and whatever they have. But I think about high school kids, and you, you talk to these high schools when they put the, the turf field in, they're loath to do it because they say it's only going to last like 10 years and we got to do it all over again. So where, where does the line get drawn in there? Well, 
I don't know that they do feel that way, Rick. I don't think they feel that they're loath to do it. Uh, the, the, the crux of our story was, as we have just discussed, there's a lot of concentration of this at the NFL level. But as is always the case with professional sports, particularly professional football, there's a trickle-down effect to college and ultimately to high school and to youth football. And one of the things that I learned, which I found really interesting, in talking to uh, a family of uh, one of our, our, one of our uh, subjects who tore up his knee, uh, non-contact, just catching a pass, he was a receiver, high school kid, is that there is an, a large amount of prestige for communities to say, we have a turf field, mm. and kids want to play on it because they want to play like the pros do, and the pros have turf, and wow, our community has you know, shelled out for a turf field. And so there's that sort of psychological effect of feeling like it, this is good for your community, and listen, there's no doubt that there are some advantages. The arguments made that you can play multiple sports on it throughout multiple seasons. You don't have to really worry about the weather. Uh, yes, there's a big investment at the onset. Turf fields can cost anywhere from four to four hundred to six hundred thousand dollars, and some uh, turf fields, <clears throat> excuse me, can actually cost up to a million dollars. There is a less of a maintenance cost than you would have with natural grass. But make no mistake, maintenance must be done on turf fields. You've got the pellets that always have to be uh, uh, spaced equally and, and so that there's no lumps in it. There's issues with, with both services, but certainly in terms of non-contact, there is a, a feeling and a, an appreciation that it can happen much more frequently on artificial turf. You know, it's interesting, too, you say that about the pellets because, you know, I've heard people say, well, where are these pellets from? And they say, well, they're used tires. And they say, well, okay, well, is, are these, is this toxic rubber? Like, what's in that stuffed animal? And it says all new materials. Uh, right. What about the issue with these pellets? Yeah, I, I mean, the, the, there, there have been, we do, we do not address that issue in our story, but there certainly have been reports of, of, of pellets potentially having carcinogenic effects. Uh, that's a whole, you know, that's clearly a whole other issue uh, that, that is out there. But the, the important thing to, to keep in mind is that turf is not a panacea, whether it's economic or competitive, for players, and for teams, and for schools, and for communities. And uh, we're not even, we haven't even gotten to uh, an issue which is uh, head impacts on grass versus turf. Mm -hmm. The NFL and the NFLPA are awaiting, or the NFLPA in particular, is awaiting some research, some data from the NFL on, uh, on uh, what numbers can show up on the difference between head impacts on grass versus turf fields. We showed, I think, a very, very compelling test that was uh, conducted by professionals at the University of Tennessee, which is pretty alarming, and it was basically how a weight which is supposed to simulate a human head, bounced off turf at a much higher rate than it did on grass because grass absorbed mm -hmm. more of the impact. So it's, it's, it was a little scary to see that happen uh, and to wonder about how much impact a head, a human head would actually take if it bounced off of, of turf. I know that 
for me, Rick, watching football, it's something that I focus on immensely, which is, you know, the, the head-to-ground impacts, uh, because it's something that's so, it's just so scary to see. And we talked to a high school kid uh, who sustained a concussion, which led to six brain bleeds. Mm. Uh, and he was unconscious for six minutes on the field, rushed to the hospital. It was, it was a pretty terrifying, terrifying experience after he sustained a concussion on an artificial turf field. Just have a couple minutes here. Last question for you. And I remember when they had the Women's World Cup in Canada, and they were going to play on the the plastic pitch, as they said. And Abby Wambach said, "This is a nightmare," and she was kind of told to, in her own way, to shut up and and dribble. But I was thinking about when I I played D two college football in the eighties, and I played on one artificial turf, and it was so hot that if you stood still, it was almost kind of like going to a hot beach in your bare feet. I couldn't believe yeah. the hate the the heat that was radi- radiating up into my feet. Yeah, no, it's another really great point. And as for soccer, remember that uh, even when World Cup qualifying matches are played in the United States, um, it's been made clear that to all these great American stadiums, if you have artificial turf, you need to put down grass if you're going to host a, a, a mm-hmm. soccer match. So why is it that football needs grass, but American football can handle turf? It kind of makes you wonder about about that uh, listen it's it's something that i think is an important issue to to bring to people's attention because again it doesn't just focus on the professionals you know i leave you with this we looked at a kid as i said who tore up his knee he's a kid he has social implications he has school implications he's not a professional who upon getting injured his full-time job becomes rehabilitation uh, you know, this kid is wondering, am I going to still get a scholarship to go to college? Uh, the kid who sustained the head injury that we that we uh, bring to light in our piece uh, didn't continue to go to college. He's now driving a garbage truck. So his his hopes and dreams of even getting a scholarship to play in college uh, went by the wayside after his concussion on artificial turf. So there are real-world implications for kids, not just for the pros who uh, who play on artificial turf and grass. Great stuff. You can check it out on HBO's uh, Real Sports, of course, streaming on uh, the newly renamed Max uh, as well. We've been speaking with Andrea Kramer. By the way, Andrea, I had Hannah Storm on um, a couple months ago, and, and she raved oh, about you. For people who don't know, my Hannah partner, and Andrea. My beloved partner. Yes, Amazon and, um, Prime Thursday Night Football. Yes. Night football. Great stuff, as always. Well, I feel like I'm in great. Any, anybody that's working with Hannah and working with me, Kudos to you, Rick. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. Badge of honor. Thanks, Andrea. All right. Take good care. Great to talk with you. Happy to be on again. All right. Good stuff. Andrea Kramer with uh, HBO Real Sports. And, you know, last time we talked to Andrea, I went, this was more, you know, we were talking about her piece, but we went into her career and it was the 80s. She started in 89, the same year I started in TV, but she in 89 became ESPN's first female reporter. That was it. There was one, (laughs) you just think, coming into uh, an operation like that. You talk about going into a locker room. 1989, one female reporter, and it was her. And, of course, she has covered every sport from the Olympics to the World Series to NBA Finals to and now doing TNF, as we said, with Hannah Storm on Prime. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back with Jude Chahab right here on Sports Byline.
Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine. It can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Whatever works, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Tribeca is one of the great film festivals we have 
each year in the United States. And beginning uh, June 9th at 5.15 p.m. at the AMC on uh, 19th and East, uh, East 6th, um, you can check out uh, the new movie called Q, just the letter Q. And we are joined now on the line of the director of that film, Jude Chahad. Uh Jude, welcome to the show. This is really a show uh, about not just culture, but about a mother and a daughter. How did it all get off the ground? Yeah, hi. Thank you for having me. Um, I mean, it was definitely a difficult film to make. You don't really want to make a personal film, but it definitely felt like this is a story that we had to tell. I was also very curious about the group that my mom was part of. It felt very secretive and mysterious. Um, And I think that allowed me to take a step back and no longer be the daughter and um, kind of have that filmmaker lens on and um, look at it from this bigger picture story. When I think about, as I grew up in the Bay Area and I knew um, some Lebanese guys and uh, one of them was very much into his, uh, you know, heritage. And the other one, he wouldn't even tell us his Lebanese name. He just wanted to go by Mike. So, when when you think about that, how much for you as Lebanese American are you embracing the old country and then trying to assimilate into what you know the the Anglo American world? Yeah, I mean, um, I grew up in the U.S. I grew up for a certain amount of time in Lebanon. There was a lot of things like when I moved back to Lebanon um, or moved to Lebanon <laughs> um, that when I got there, I just felt like oh, all of these things about the culture that I missed out on, like all of these famous writers and poets um, that I didn't have knowledge of. And so I think it was a lot about like me reclaiming my identity in a way. And then I came back to the U.S. for film school. And I think I was much more at peace with like who I am and not kind of you hear a lot of people that are in the diaspora who are like always at war with who they are and like trying to figure it out. And I feel like it really rooted me in, um, in tradition. You know, and, and as a history major, thinking about the Phoenicians and how much they were maritime explorers back in uh, antiquity and the flag and the tree. And you just think about the the great uh, history uh, of that country. But I think a lot of times with uh, most of us in America, um, it all just sort of gets lumped in into, quote unquote, the Middle East. And so what about that sort of, uh, you know, that sort of mishmash where everyone's sort of thrown in the same pot sometimes? Yeah, I mean, um, I think that's like why I'm a filmmaker to begin with, because we feel this responsibility, or at least I do, to show the layers within our culture, um, to show how colored we are, to show really just how rich this culture is, how different it is, how not all the films have to be about war and refugees and um, counterterrorism measures. It's just like really bringing these human stories. The other thing is to you, this film about your mother, Hiba, as you go back to Lebanon and uh, she's uh, devoted to Islam, but she also is in a all female um, Muslim group, which I found surprising. I didn't think that something like that would be allowed, but then again, I'm ignorant on that. What can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. Um, so the film really focuses on my mother's 40 year attachment to this, um, religious matriarchal, um, order that's very secretive. Um, and I grew up in it. And I think for me, it was 
difficult to see that this was something specific my family was part of, not that this was the entire religion of Islam. Like I thought, oh, everyone, you know, has an Anisa, which is the head of the group. Like this is just the way that religion is. And then I started to realize, no, this is something very specific that we're part of. Um, and I think in the film, I'm interrogating it. I'm also, I'm trying to save my mom. Like I, they have a certain level of control on her. Um, basically, the head of the group, you know, tells you what to wear, what to do. She takes all the decisions for you. And so um, I I wanted to be able to lift the veil from her eyes for her to be able to see that um, this isn't the religion that she had talked to me about and that she's in something very specific and that she has potential beyond this group. Speaking with filmmaker Jude Shahab, she's directed a film called Q which is at uh, Tribeca coming up um, in a little more than a week. You wrote this film, you produced it, you directed it. You even did the cinematography as well. So it's a double-edged sword. You get to have everything your way, but on the other hand, it's all on you if it chokes. it. <laughs> luckily, it didn't, but what, what about that pressure? Yeah, I mean, um, I think just because it's I, that's embarrassing when I hear all of that. Um, <laughs> luckily, I can edit it myself or compose it. Um, but I do feel that because it's such like an intimate story, having you know someone else come in, it 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 really allowed for a certain level of intimacy and um, honesty from my family, from my parents that are in the film. There's so many moments that if someone else was there, it just wouldn't have come out the same, and so. I feel like with this film, it was a necessity to keep it obviously a very small team. Um, yeah, and I think I think it worked in the end. Now, I happened to see something that I thought was uh, extraordinary because you know, in in this line of work I've been in for over thirty years, I've, I've met a lot of big shots and famous people, but I've never taken a picture with the Cookie Monster. What happened? Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, I used to work at uh, Sesame Street um, in New York. They had a new show for Syrian refugees called Ahlan Simpson. Mm -hmm. um, so I was working on it as an associate producer for a little bit. And then one moment um, in my career there, they needed a puppeteer to go to Cannes. Um, and then the Arab puppeteer couldn't get a visa. And it was like within two days, they were like, Jude, can you go? And can you learn how to be a puppeteer? And can you perform on stage? Um, so I never expected that to happen. But um, very New York moment. When um, I think about the, the word Beirut, you know, I was a senior in high school when the, the van went into the Marine um, uh, barracks building, what have you, and it blew up. And I actually met someone later that... Her dad died. Her mother was pregnant with her. She never met him. And that was in the middle of Monday Night Football that the and the whole the whole country was watching in 82 or 83, whenever that was. And, um, you know, the ramifications of that to today, does that still resonate or is that just mostly my generation that thinks of that? Um, I would probably say your generation. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. I I mean, the city, it. it goes through so much every year and uh, just living there like the past couple years um we had the blast happen there was the revolution the economic crisis i mean it's just like really been hard on it so i think that you know we had the civil war um from 75 to 90 and so there's like so much that's always very fresh that people are dealing with and just trying to keep it going like I, that's really that's really what it feels like when you're on the ground it's it's 
people that are just so used to it that open up their shops the next day, like right after the blast, mm. people had already started opening up their shops and um, getting back to work because, you know, you're just you're so used to it. You're so used to not being able to rely on your government. And it's always about the citizens. Let me ask you this, because I had <laughs> a Lebanese friend and I asked her about the film Beirut and the John Hamm movie. And she said, I hated it. <laughs> what, what, what did you think? I mean, I will say I haven't even seen it. That's because I already know I'm going to hate it. I think there's been a couple that came out that um, were either like supposed to be representative of Lebanon. I think that show Homeland was like film something that was supposed to be Lebanon and it just looks nothing like the city. I mean, it's such a metropolitan city. It looks so different in the, the different neighborhoods you go to. One minute it feels like you're in Europe. I mean, it's just it's a... Um, it's a really great city. Everyone that visits always that visits me, it's like amazing food, um, great art. So much is happening, but it's just unfortunately um, goes through a lot. You know, I was thinking about I was looking into your background when you were living in Florida and I was thinking about being a Muslim woman in, in Florida, you know, of Arabic heritage. What was that like? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I grew up in Florida, I think, until um, I was 10 and like in the suburbs. And I mean, I, it probably formed a lot of, um, I don't know, the way I think. And also just like and my parents raised us with this idea, obviously, of like, you know, you should want to be really American and, and um, like, oh, look, look at what white people do. You should do the exact same thing. Like, wow, people are so kind. And like, like when you get in the elevator, look, everyone says hi, like all these little things and just like. I think that really formed, um, um, I mean, it was a drastic change than when we moved to Lebanon. <laughs> um, but I went back for film school to Florida. And I mean, that I always just felt it's such a weird place. And, you know, I was wearing hijab at the time and um, you get stared at. It's just a weird place. Well, the good thing about Florida, there was no pandemic. So that was good. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah. One final question for you. Uh, any any movie like this, an intimate story about someone in the family, it can almost seem like a, a stage play. So cinematography, as I mentioned, you did it. And to shoot a beautiful movie, you know, and to bring in the, the environment and vistas and such things and, and, and hearing that you did an amazing job. And, uh, you know, what, what, what was it about the cinematography that you just didn't want to do just one shots of your mom's face for 90 minutes? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, um, I like I started really in cinematography, like that's what I was doing before this film, like a lot of DP work. And I think it's really important to me for everything to feel like a portrait and to feel really intentionate. Um, and, and I wanted it to feel that way. I wanted it to feel meditative. I wanted it to feel also like we only shot on a 35 millimeter lens. We were very close to her at all times. And I, I wanted it to reflect the content of the film and the intention that we had with the film in the actual visuals. Well, I want to remind everybody, if you're in the city on the 9th of June, AMC 19th, the next day, same there. Also Wednesday, the 14th, Sunday, the 18th in that the village East, you can also watch it on Tribeca at home on June 19th uh, as well. You can go to TribecaFilm.com for more about the movie Q. Just one real, uh, just in 30 seconds. Why was it called Q? 
it was called Q because we talk about it's the Arabic letter is Qaf, um, and we talk about this mountain that um, is in Sufi um, theology about like the highest destination you can reach in this world in the spiritual life. And so I'm trying to take my mother to that mountain by the end of the film. Very poignant. Director Jude Chahab, much more than director. She did the whole thing. Check it out at Tribeca <laughs> and afterwards. Jude, thanks for coming on and congratulations Thank on this movie. You. Thank you much. Thank you. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back on Sports Byline. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. 
It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. Tittle always goes commando. All right, thank you for that. Coming up in the next hour, Dominique Fishback and Steve Walsh. Tom Brady retired this offseason. People thought, oh, will he come back? <clears throat> Remember last time, 40 days and 40 nights. That's how long it lasted for him. But since he is now part owner of the Raiders, and the Raiders might cut Jimmy Garoppolo, Brady did another looking right into the camera video and posted it saying, I'm certain I'm not playing again. So I've tried to make that clear, and I hate to profess that because I've already told people lots of times. So he won't be playing uh, for the Raiders. The heaven can wait. Warren Beatty, Warren Brady vehicle. But I'll tell you what, Tom Brady, when he was married, he never did the look into the camera selfie videos because now it's like, look how handsome I am. I just want to say, like, we already know you're handsome, Tom. But it's just a little thing for the ladies out there. Pretty lady. <laughs> when he was married, he would never look right. That's the second one now. I just want to let everybody know that I'm not coming back. He did that. And then he took the back of his hand and he put it up to his lips and he turned his mouth sideways and he went like that. That got edited out, though. He did that, and then they're like, maybe you, maybe you shouldn't do that. Maybe you shouldn't. Uh, he did say, but I'm looking forward to my broadcasting job at Fox next year. I'm looking forward to the opportunity to head with the Raiders, and we're in the process of that all along and the different things that I'm a part of professionally and in my personal life. Just spending as much time with my kids as I can and seeing them grow up and support the different things that they have growing on, and that's a very important job, and I take them all pretty seriously. And it's just like the Raiders to get Tom Brady as an owner. Ah, we just missed out by a year. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We got another two hours. Come on back on Sports Bond. News. I'm Richard Johnson. The U.S. Senate is now considering the bill to raise the debt ceiling and roll back some federal spending. 
the measure that passed the House by a nearly three-to-one margin last night. We were never going to allow a default. New York Republican Michael Aller on why he voted yes. On the other side, South Carolina Republican Nancy Mace. It was a bad deal, and that's not what the American people wanted. They wanted actual spending cuts for raising the debt ceiling, and that's not what they got last night. And as for Senate action today... There will be some sort of an arrangement worked out where the amendment votes will take place. Uh, most, all of them, in fact, will fail, uh, and this bill will be passed in time. It seems now not a matter of if, but when. It could happen as soon as tonight, for instance, if they can come to some sort of an agreement. NBC correspondent Ryan Nobles on Capitol Hill. Several reports quote Justice Department sources as saying the special counsel has a recording from 2021 of former President Trump talking about a classified Defense Department document he took from the White House. Legal analyst Barbara McQuaid says that could be a violation of the 100-year-old Espionage Act. The Espionage Act was passed during the time of World War I before we had the current classification system. Instead, it just talks about national defense information. And so that takes this whole issue of classification off the table. It completely moots any argument about whether Trump either did or thought he could declassify information. The information reportedly a document on scenarios for a potential attack on Iran. On this first day of hurricane season, the National Hurricane Center is watching a low-pressure system in the Gulf of Mexico that has about a 50-50 chance of becoming a tropical depression or storm. It's expected to drench the Florida Gulf Coast this weekend. It may take you a bit longer to board your flight on Spirit Airlines today. Spirit says its website, mobile app, and airport check-in kiosks were down due to what it will only call a technical issue. This is USA News. We're recording this progressive commercial on a real boat to let people know that when you bundle your home, boat, and other vehicles... What was that, Flo? Progressive saves you money, Jamie. Why are we doing this on a boat? We were going for authenticity. We're going to the city? Authenticity. You mean Atlantic City? But we're not in the Atlantic. Are we? Bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. When I wasn't taking it and I was waiting for my operation, I was feeling uh, very tired. Now I'm driving like 11, 12 hours a day. I told you I manage 15 gas stations. And I have so much energy. I even gave some of my pills for my son. And he said, Dad, this is good. So I like it. I'm healing so fast. It's like amazing. My family is so surprised. California is a step closer to banning state workers from using TikTok on their work phones. A bill moving its way through the state legislature would ban social media apps considered high risk. A new department within NASA is taking a new look at something that's been around and been unexplained for several decades. What used to be called UFOs, unidentified flying objects. The group held its first public hearing yesterday, sharing video of objects in the sky moving in ways that experts can't explain. Astrophysicist Adam Frank says it's about time government officials started taking the issue seriously. And then we'll be in a position to, you know, to begin to say whether or not uh, there's anything actually unusual here and whether there's anything that even goes beyond um, human physics. The head of a similar group within the Defense Department says they get as many as 100 reports a month and as many as 5% of them appear to be what experts now call UAP, unexplained anomalous phenomena. A new hotel concept's opening in Las Vegas tomorrow. The Lexi will be the town's first cannabis-inclusive hotel, meaning you'll be able to light up in the rooms. 
But how long will it stay open? Lexi does not have a cannabis consumption lounge license, and Nevada law bans cannabis consumption in public places. But the hotel owners contend that Nevada law is not clear on cannabis use inside the privacy of a hotel room. So they say they're okay. I'm Rich Johnson, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Here, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153-800-943-2153-800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Get in, get heard, whatever you might be. <clears throat> 1-800-878-PLAY. <clears throat> Coming up next, uh, Dominique Fishback, who's in the new Transformers movie. And that's a really big deal, I'll tell you that. It's a super big deal. Um... <clears throat> This is an interesting stat. Since the last time the NBA saw five champions in five different seasons, it has happened 22 times in MLB and nine times each in the NFL and the NHL. So that means we're getting a little bit more dynastic when it comes to it. <clears throat> and uh, and why not? I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense that way, especially in the era of the super team. And um, we also saw that uh, Monty Williams is uh, back in the NBA. It's funny, these coaches, as they, they jump around. But the Pistons are giving Monty Williams up to $100 million in his deal. What? Six years, $72 million that could go to eight and $100 million. That means the five highest-paid coaches in 
the the uh, United States for the big four sports. Bill Belichick makes the most, twenty million a year. Sean Payton with the donkeys now at eighteen million. Pete Carroll in Seattle, fifteen million. Sean McVay with the Rams, fourteen million. And then Monty Williams, thirteen point one million. He is fifth. He's the only one that's not in the NFL, and by far the uh, highest paid. And what's in- interesting is that Williams turned down the Pistons, so they made him an offer he couldn't refuse. And you think about the young players, Cade Cunningham, Jaden Ivey, James Wiseman. They've got some things up there. And uh, But, wow, I never thought a coach in the NBA would get paid this type of money. All right, when we come back, Dominique Fishback right here on Sports Byline USA. Dazzling decal on Daisy's Donuts window. Bold banner at Barry's Barbershop. Prominent poster at Penny's on Park Place. This is your sign. Well, signs. To try Staples and see the difference. Get $15 off signs, banners, and posters when you spend $75 or more. From Staples. And I couldn't miss it. N617. Visit staplesconnect.com slash printfig for details. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Wake up, people. You're optimizing every waking hour of your life. From carpooling kids, to work, to friends, and everything in between. You have to get sleep and a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the next generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movements. Learning how you sleep so you learn to sleep better night after night. Sleep next level, only from Sleep Number. And now during our Memorial Day sale, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus free home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. 
Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Hey, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show the lovely and talented actress Dominique Fishback. She's here to talk about her new movie, Transformers, Rise of the Beasts. This is going to be a huge hit. It's coming out from Paramount on June 9th. Dominique, welcome to the show. And I've walked across the Brooklyn Bridge several times, and when you're walking into the city, you can see off to the left the sign for Pace University, and I saw you went there. That was the first thing I thought of. What was it like going to school right there in that part of Manhattan? You know, it's so funny. Uh, I always wanted to be an actor since I was a kid, but I but I never went to see Broadway shows, and it wasn't only until I really got to school that I started learning, and it was right across the bridge from me my whole life. Uh, but it's really amazing because now when I stay in the city, I often drive past Pace going to these interviews. And it's like, wow, I studied there um, to get here and to be able to, you know, not so many people who graduate with degrees from the- with, the- with theater degrees get to live out their big dreams. So I'm really thankful. What do you think it was about your drive and, and when you knew? Because, you know, a lot of us do theater through junior high and high school, and we're like, ah, oh, that was fun. What was it about you? You're like, no, 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 I'm going to keep going. I'm going to make this my career. I don't know. When I was 12, there was something inside me that said I'm supposed to do this, and I knew that there was nothing else that I'd rather do. And if I had to wake up every day doing something that I love, I'd probably be miserable, and therefore the people that I loved around <laughs> me would be miserable, and I didn't want to do that to them. <laughs> So uh, at Pace, when you're, you're getting your degree in, in theater, and I think about the discipline between, you know, being on, on a stage and then, of course, being on a soundstage, were those, or even TV, those three different ways of doing it, um, is there one that you prefer? Is there one that you find harder than the other? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't find either one harder than the other. Um, and I think that they both have it. So theater is interesting because it's nothing like being in person, feeling the audience as you do this work. Um, it's something magical about the fact that it's done once and then it's never again. I mean, you could do the show again, but it will never be witnessed the same way as it was that night, even if it's recorded. Mm-hmm. But with, 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 so that's kind of a, a double-edged sword because in one way it's so magical. It's a once-in-a-life experience, but in the other way, it's like I spent months doing this and now only the only a handful full of people who saw it will know the work that went into it but then with uh with film and tv it's like you you do the same thing oh like you do set the scenes over and then you get to watch it for forever and so it stands the test of time like that yeah yeah i i I always bring up the story i heard from ryan gosling when he was getting his star then he went to a audition and he said there were 15 guys that looked exactly like me and then he did the part, and he like was crying. He did everything he could, and he found out later that the part was already promised to Jared Leto. And so oh, wow. y- you just think about you trying to stand out when you are in a city, <laughs> probably outside mm-hmm. of L.A., the most competitive city in the world for actresses. How, do, how were you able, do you think, to stand out? 
Well, I'm, I'm uh, fortunate because I started acting in a theater company. I Googled free, free, free acting programs for kids in New York City when I was 15. And I found this company that in order to act, you had to write your own stuff. Wow. And so I, there was a sense of um, power of, uh, that I had in knowing that I could create something. I might not be able to create my own franchise like Transformers or like Transformers is already made, but at least I don't have that same desire of like, if somebody else doesn't pick me, then I'll have nothing. He's like, if they don't pick me, then I'll write something that shows that I should have been picked anyway. You know, so it just gave me a different sense of uh, drive and self-assurance, even though nothing is guaranteed in this industry. Um, yeah. This, you know, I remember watching the uh, Hollywood Shuffle in the 80s, and I've had uh, Robert uh, Townsend on the show and talking about the the different roles that were available for African-American uh, actors and, and actresses. And, like, even on The Deuce, you played such an amazing role as Darlene, but those roles that were available to, <laughs> to African-American actors, do you see it now growing and expanding and not being pigeonholed into some of these roles? Uh, yeah, I definitely, I definitely think so, but it really is about the, like, the studios and streaming services taking a chance because I did, you know, a show called Swarm by Donald Glover and Janine Neighbors, and it's such a wild show, and it's not, like, anything we've ever seen before, so it takes a creative mind to say, hey, let's, like, I'm going to greenlight this project even though I don't know what it looks like, even though this is the blueprint of something. So I think now we're we're starting to get excited by the fresh ideas and therefore starting to trust in faces that might have oftentimes been seen as the supporting characters. Um, and so I think there is a there is definitely an opening for the the roles available to us. I know you got to run. Last question for you: You mentioned Swarm. You also produce on that show, and I guess I shouldn't be surprised knowing your background. You were writing your own stuff as a teenager. I, I was, yeah. I mean, I asked, they told me what was going to make me feel comfortable to take this role, and I said I have to be a producer. The amount of work that I give to every character often influences the show, and I care about the entirety of a show, no matter what, what it is. And even if I wasn't a producer on the show, it would have gave the same amount of care and advocacy, but it just helped because I know, like, I'm, I'm growing, I want to expand, I want to produce other things, and so now is the time. But also, you know, this is a sports show, and I have to say that growing up, I played football in middle school uh, with the boys. Wow. And every time my dean sees me, he still says, Fishback, do you remember when you caught all that um, interception on all the boys? He still remembers that many years later. <laughs> and then in school, I, in high school, I played basketball. I was number three, like Iverson. And, uh, <laughs> and then when I went to college, I had to choose between acting and basketball because at Pace University in the city, there was only the theater program, and then in Westchester Upstate, there was basketball. Mm-hmm. So I had to make a choice, and I chose acting because I felt like, if anything, I could act like a basketball player in some film or act like a football player in another. Um, so I thought it was it was um, better for me to do this, and I guess it I guess it is true. <laughs> Very cool. And real quick, when I was in Bro- I stayed in Brooklyn, I was in Crown Heights. What what part of Brooklyn are you in? I'm from East New York, but I'm very familiar with Crown Heights. All right. I know you got to run. Yeah. There she is, Dominique Thank Fishback. You. Transformers Rise of the Beast, Paramount, June 9th. Thanks yes. for coming on, Dominique. Thank you for having me. So much sure. fun. No, no doubt. Thank you so much. And, um, yeah, um, <clears throat> one of the coolest things, I think, about New York City, and it's, it's you know, you, you go to a lot of places and it's a one-and-done thing sometimes. You just think... 
you know, I'll go to San Francisco and go to Alcatraz and it's cool. Or maybe you'll go to, I don't know, the top of the Eiffel Tower or go see Big Ben. And it was really cool. I mean, like, do I need to do that again? Three times I have taken the train from Manhattan into uh, Brooklyn uh, to Dumbo there or wherever that city hall is. And I just turn right around and I just walk the Brooklyn Bridge back towards Manhattan. If you walk towards Brooklyn, there's really nothing to look at <laughs> outside of the Statue of Liberty to your right and the Manhattan Bridge to your left. But when you walk, and it's it's not that far, but I still think, how many bridges can you walk across that are like freeways? You know, there's a freeway underneath you. Cars are flying by. It's this old wooden thing, you know, built, what, right after the Civil War. And, but as you walk in and you come into sort of the financial district and almost like Chinatown, um, there's just this, this building on the left. It says really big Pace University. And I always thought, the hell is that? Pace University. And um, that's, uh, that's why it was my first question. But um, yeah, East New York, by the way, that is not, <laughs> that's not like Park Slope. That is um, that is a gritty neighborhood. So, I mean, kudos to Dominique for all her success. I'm Rick Tittle. We will take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Byland. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. 
If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160-800-390-5160-800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. Can't stay at home, can't stay at school. Old folks stay, you pull it a fool. Stay on the streets, I'm the girl next door. I'm the fox, waiting for. Hello, daddy. Hello, mom. Love you. Jerry Bob. Hello, world. I'm your wife. Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. I hear some doubt in your voice. What's going on? Rick Tittle with you. 1-800-878-PLAY. P-L-A-Y. You ain't got no wild by You ugly girl. You ugly girl. All right. Um, The NBA Finals. When you think about... I mean, it's... One of the good things about this is we really don't... (laughs) We really don't know what's going to happen. I mean, Miami almost became the first team in history to blow a 3-0 lead. And um, with a luckily for them, I guess, Tatum did his ankle. But the Nuggets are absolutely dialed in and led by the best player right now uh, left, maybe in the world. And <clears throat> when you go through the list of uh, all the experts, like I was just looking at CBS Sports, they have eight NBA writers. Bill Ryder picked Nuggets. Sam Quinn picked Nuggets. Colin Ward-Henninger picked Nuggets. Brad Botkin picked Nuggets. James Herbert picked Nuggets. Michael Kasky Blomain picked Nuggets. Jasmine Wimbush picked Nuggets. Jack Maloney picked Nuggets. Um, most of them say in five or six. So they're only giving Miami one or two wins. Nobody is saying in seven. That's basically a, dare I say, slam dunk when it comes to this. And look, you can uh, think about uh, you know being the best team and you're at home and you have the guy who could have just won three MVPs. Yeah, but I'm one of these guys And I'm not going to do this just to be a contrarian. Ooh, I picked the Heat. I'm picking the Heat because until a team wins a championship, I'm not a full true believer yet. And they've never even been to the finals. So there's part of me that thinks that just getting to the finals was their championship. Now, do I think that they're all going to lay down and choke? No. But I just, I can't. 
I can't think of the Denver Nuggets as NBA champs. It just sounds too weird. Now, of course, I said the same thing about the Boston Red Sox on this show. That the Red Sox would never win a World Series. It's just that's just the curse of the Bambino. But no. Apparently they did. But I just go back to Eric Spolstra. And he's a guy who I mean this he had a press conference yesterday to kick off the NBA finals, and he didn't seem very interested. And there was somebody asked a question. I, I didn't really hear it, but he said, we're not getting into any of that stuff. And then I, then I thought, oh, it's about altitude. Because he said, our guys are in great shape. They're ready to compete. If, this, if Denver wants to tip this thing off at the top of Everest, we will do that. Huh. And then he praised the Nuggets a little bit. But you could tell he was still, he had a game face on. And he said, somebody asked him about heat culture, and he wasn't really into that. He said, I think it's been defined enough. I think you can just look at all the whatever thousand of articles about it. I don't think anybody wants to hear about it. It's something we believe in. It's for us. It's not for everybody. He just wasn't having it. Not the questions, not the scene, no hoopla. And he wasn't being rude. And it wasn't sort of it wasn't an angry dismissiveness or he's mad as hell and he just he didn't feel like dealing with it. It's just that he had an intensity about him. It was like a guy getting ready to fight. <clears throat> and so he didn't have time for anything he thought was dumb or a waste of time. And that intensity from your coach, I think that's what Detroit is paying for hundred million potentially for Monty Williams now. But Eric Spolstra is now on the precipice of maybe being one of the best NBA coaches ever. How many Coach of the Year awards does Spolstra have? Do you know? None. He has never won an NBA championship without a guy named LeBron James. He is the man who, years ago, was picked by Pat Riley to continue the heat way by Pat Riley himself, right? So that means it's Riley's culture, it's Riley's team, it's Riley's personnel moves and successes, right? So he is fantastically unheralded, Eric Spolster. He said about his team, quote, this is a special group. This group has been able to overcome a lot of different things, handle a lot of adversity, setbacks, things that have not gone the way we wanted it to. Instead of having that collapse our spirit, it allowed us to develop some fortitude and grit collectively and give us something to rally around, which was each other. End quote. Yeah. I mean, dealing with setbacks and I mean, I I don't know how you stop the momentum of being up three love and then losing losing the next three. I guess you need Jason Tatum to to do his ankle, but I, I the way they were playing, they probably would have won anyway. But they were almost not even a, an eighth seed, and I mean, in a way, it kind of sounds like Spolstra himself 
You know, just a guy coming in from the outside, not giving a lot of love. And this is his chance now, Eric Spolstra, to prove that he is one of the best coaches of all time. If he can maneuver that team to beat this Denver team, as I said, everybody's picking Denver. Everybody except me. And the reason I'm picking it has nothing to do with the players on the team. It has to do with the tank top. You know, it was the same thing in 2015 when the Warriors got down 2-1, and I thought maybe just (laughs) the thing that kept me going there with with, uh, a better attitude towards that finals was that the Cavaliers were in the same boat, except that the Warriors had actually won in 75, and the Cavaliers hadn't won Dookie. So, I mean, it's a wonder Eric Spolstra is even a coach because he was a video room guy. And he was under Riley, who was a taskmaster. Endless, brutal hours. And yet here he is. And, I mean, stepping in for Riley, who's going to succeed after that? And yet here he is in his 14th year since then. And, I mean, Spolstra could have got fired back in, in 2010. And... He had LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and the team started off 9-8, and eight, and LeBron wanted him out. He has to go. And yet, through all these years, I mean, <laughs> since then, he's taken over. Think about how everything has changed. James went back to Cleveland. The Warriors became a mini dynasty. Nick Nurse and Mike Budenholzer and Frank Vogel and Tyron Lue have won NBA championships. And Spolster's just been keep doing the same thing, just grinding, throwing himself into the game, staying under the radar. No one celebrates him. They respect him, appreciated, mostly in Miami. And... <clears throat> Uh, Jorge Sedano of ESPN said, Eric Spolstra is one of the top two or three coaches in the league. He said it's not even debatable. Well, he's in the very polite, good but not great category is what he's in, whether he deserves it or not. Good but not great. Um, and uh, there are a lot of people who think he's not even top ten. Like top three no, he's not even top 10. Though people will say that. The the argument that his role in the two titles should be reduced to the talent he coached is what you could say about Greg Popovich for Tim Duncan or Phil Jackson with Jordan and Pippen and Shaq and Kobe or Steve Kerr with Curry, Thompson, and KD. Great coaches have to have star-studded rosters because stars win championships. Those are the rules. And with all respect to the Heat, part of the glory of what Spolster is doing, coaching Jimmy Butler and seven undrafted players and a couple of past-their-prime vets. I mean, his resume, I mean, it, it resonates beyond those titles. He's been a model of consistency. Uh, there is the finals appearance in the bubble. People downgrade it because that's when it was. Well, then you got to downgrade that the Lakers won. But this Heat team, which won the East, and yes, they had to go to seven, it's been an amazing run. And when the playoffs began, the Heat were 150-1 to to win the NBA. 150-1. to 
Spolstra said, it's those moments when nobody else understands. Nobody else is in this locker room. Nobody else. We say that all the time. Our guys are the men in the arena. It's tough to explain to people on the outside. So those are the men in the arena, and Spolstra is ready to go, man. He is ready to go. All right, well, come on back. We'll talk a little more hoop. We got Steve Walsh from 30 for 30, Bill Walton, the luckiest guy in the world. Come on back. Progressive protects more than just your home and car. You could save when you bundle your motorcycles, ATVs, boats, and RVs. Doesn't that sound good? Like the sound of the wind in the trees as your RV sits parked in the forest. Is that the call of the majestic owl? And there's the sound of a tree branch crashing into the roof of your RV. Oof, I guess their nest was in that branch. But you know what does sound good? You're covered with Progressive. So bundle all your vehicles in home in one place and save with the multi-policy discount. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. 
you know, exactly. over time, you know, the more and more you do something, Practice the better you perfect. get at it. Just like, you know, you Anything. didn't become this excellent at radio overnight. You Thank know, you. you know exactly when to say we got one minute left. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Because I'm so good looking. Yeah, right. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. Must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Uh, quite happy now to bring in filmmaker Steve Walsh, uh, Steve James, I should say. Sorry, Steve James is a documentarian who has created the iconic Hoop Dreams and his latest one, The Luckiest Guy in the World, will be the uh, new 30 for 30, uh, which will be uh, coming out on uh, June 6th. Uh, Steve, welcome to the, uh, the show. And uh, Bill Walton, I mean, the guy is, uh, you, you probably could sit down with him for an hour and get a documentary out of all the things that, that he would say. So how do you begin to approach something like that? <laughs> yeah, uh, good question. He's not shy. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it was important to me when I started this project that I wanted to really dig into and get my arms around Bill's whole career and 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 his life in a sense um, because he's had such an extraordinary journey. You know, he he has seen the highest of highs and the lowest of lows as a as an athlete and even as an individual. And so, you know, I really wanted to dive in and and do this in-depth in way, which is how we ended up with a four-part miniseries. <laughs> so how much was he involved, not involved, thumbs up, thumbs down, or is just all access? Uh, I mean, we had great access. He's not, you know, he doesn't have a formal role on the film as an executive producer or anything like that. It wasn't his idea to do this film. Uh, ESPN approached me about doing it, and they, uh, they told me that for, for some time now they had been trying to convince Bill to be... Um, you know, willing to, to have a film made at least about the, uh, the 76, 77 trailblazer team that, you know, surprised everybody in winning the NBA title behind bill. Uh, so he was, he was reluctant to, to do a, a biography at first, but, um, but, you know, we pulled him in and he got into it and we really had a, you know, we had a good time delving into his story. And again, not just that team, but, but, sort of the whole the whole story uh my, my colleague my friend roxy bernstein who has done uh play-by-play with bill and and went to china yeah. went to china with him and some other things he always um it's always fun to watch them do a game because it seems like it, that bill is kind of like the comedian and the other guy is the straight guy and but the thing is is that his he's got the sheepskins he knows what he's talking about it's just that personality is always there with bill isn't it yeah, I, in fact, we filmed Roxy and Bill doing a UCLA game. It didn't. It didn't end up in the film, unfortunately. But I, I met Roxy and and saw what he went through, saw what he had to deal with uh, firsthand. And you know, yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that's really fascinating about Bill is is that, and you see this in the in the documentary, is is that you know, for a large part of his career, uh, he was an extremely quiet, with almost withdrawn, especially early on. Um, player, uh, and that was partly due to his stutter, but I think it was also due to his 
his his being leery and skeptical of media in general because he had been mistreated, you know, by media when he was hurt and accused of, you know, not really being hurt. And so, you know, he 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 wasn't someone that opened up easily as a younger player uh, during his career. Uh, and and of course, you look at the Bill Walton now before us, and as his friends will tell you. You know, he didn't talk for the first half of his life, and he hasn't stopped talking since. So, <laughs> I, I think growing up as a kid in the '70s, and when we got SI, I, I, I think Bill was on the cover like every week when he was at UCLA. It was crazy. But the one I remember the most that I thought was disturbing, and I don't know how to say this without being mean, but there was a cover of him when he went to San Diego in like '79, where he's like leaning back, and the way like his jaw and his teeth were shaped. <laughs> It's kind of like, what is yeah. going on here? Well, and he he's wearing a suit. Right. Uh, he's wearing a three-piece suit. Yeah, we, we I, you know, you see that shot in the series, and, and at one point I, uh, you hear me ask him if, um, you know, if his values as an anti-war, you know, very liberal, um, really kind of hippie guy earlier, uh, did he ever feel that was in, in any conflict with, you know, just being in the NBA, making a lot of money and, and living that lifestyle? And, you know, he gives an interesting answer. He's, he's, he, he says he doesn't want to be defined by isms. You know, he's, he's defined by his actions and, and who he is and what he does and doesn't, you know, and I think when he went to the Clippers, he wanted to make a break with that, that version of who he was in, in Portland because it was one that, that, caused him a lot of grief and i think he just wanted to make a, a clean break and go back to his hometown and hopefully get a fresh start at ucla of course under the great john wooden and john wooden was a straight-laced guy he didn't like hippies he didn't like long hair from what i could sure. tell and and they would clash but john wooden also knew he had the best player in the country so how, how did that relationship go yeah, and we we get we dig into that some. You you know you see Bill's great affection for John Wooden. At, at the same time, um, we we dig into the stories about you know Bill having being forced to cut his hair and not wanting to do that. Um, about his protesting the war and when he you know he got arrested in a protest. We get into all of that and how Wooden was very unhappy with him for that. And there's a great story. That's less known, um, except among the hardcore sports fans, of how, you know, um, Wooden, senior year at UCLA, for, for Greg Lee and Bill, that Wooden approached um, both of them at practice and said that he, he, he heard that they had been smoking marijuana. And Greg Lee, you know, admitted, we, we were able to interview Greg Lee before he passed away, which was great. Um, Greg Lee talks about how, you know, he, he told him the truth. And Bill <laughs> was smart enough to not tell the truth. Um, and Greg Lee got benched. And it had, and both he, Greg, and Bill in the series talk about the impact that that had on the team that year. And, you know, that was the year of the team. It wasn't just due to this, but that was the year the wheels came off for the UCLA dynasty. You know, they, they, the 88-game win streak ended, and then they lost in the, in the uh, Final Four. So we get into that story. So you, you see some of the, the clashing that he, 
he did with Wooden in his UCLA days that carried over to when he was at at um, at the Trailblazers. And one of the things we dig into in great detail is the whole Patty Hearst mm. um, saga uh, that <laughs> unfolded. You know, Bill's second year in Portland when he was hurt a lot, and you know that whole Symbionese Liberation Army story. Mm-hmm that um, came back to uh, bite him uh, because he was living with Jack Scott, the, the uh, activist. Yeah, I remember I, I was in Berkeley at that time. Donald D. Freeze, Sin Q, that whole thing. Yeah, she was going to Cal at the time. Let's move on. We're speaking with Steve James, 30 for 30, Bill Walton, the luckiest guy in the world. There was a time when Bill Walton said that he was in so much constant pain, and correct me if I'm wrong, that he actually thought about ending it all, and that he would give guys a fist bump, not to be cool, but because he said if he opened his hand, it hurt too much. Like, is that true? And where are we with that now? Yeah, well, uh, that's also uh, a part of his life that we dig into, I think, in in quite poignant detail. Um, We talk to Bill about that, and he opens up about that. But we also talk about uh, talk about it with uh, the people that were close to him, his best friends, his family. and that was a really difficult time. That was when his spine gave out in 2008, 2009. And he didn't think he'd ever walk again. Um, and he really did have uh, strong suicidal thoughts. And so that was a very difficult time, which he, which he was able to come through. And to this day, he, he does the fist bump. He doesn't shake hands. Mm-hmm. Um, so I... I I think I've often attributed that more to um, COVID because a lot of people don't do shake hands anymore. But with Bill, I think it's very much, I mean, when you look at his hands and when you look at, you know, the man has gnarled hands um, and feet, you know, he's had 34 surgeries Mm. in his, in his life. So there you go. Wow. Uh, Grateful Dead uh, loyalist, and there's something uh, I'm not one, but I know Deadheads, and it's uh, it's it's crazy. The the loyalty does does he still try and get out to the shows? Oh yeah, um, yeah. We the, we were fortunate enough to be able to use quite a bit of Grateful Dead music as our soundtrack to this series, uh, which of course pleased Bill and pleased me. I'm not a Grateful Deadhead either, but. It is it is the soundtrack of his life, that group in particular. You know, he he has been to over a thousand wow. Grateful Dead concerts in his life. And, you know, I've I've joked with him that he's been to more than Jerry Garcia and of course then he you know, he goes, That's not true, you know. <laughs> um, but 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 he's you know, if you go to his house and we, we give you, you know, Laurie, his wife, gives us a tour of his house in the in the series, you see the Grateful Dead are, well, there's there's tons of everything in his house, but the Grateful Dead are, are front and center. There's, you know, a room devoted to the Grateful Dead, and there's Grateful Dead throughout the entire house. His uh, cousin, uh, I've known him for many years, he goes to the same church as I do in the East Bay, and he's also named Bill Walton which I think is <laughs> kind of weird. Um, last question for you. Of course, around these parts in the Bay Area, when Steve Kerr won Coach of the Year, the the bulk of that season before the All-Star break was Luke. Uh, he was the guy that yeah. got them off to that fantastic start. Did, what, what did yeah. Luke have to say? 
Well, Luke was great. Um, I mean, Luke, you know, has a great love and affection, as you would expect for his for his father. But he also has a, a, a pretty great sense of humor uh, about his dad. Um, he, he talks about, you know, um, I mean, he's, he's sprinkled throughout the series, but he, you know, he talks about uh, Bill preparing lunches for the kids when they were kids that, you know, was was you know, hardly preparing a lunch. It was throwing an apple and a piece of bread in a bag and, and then writing wooden quotes on the bag. Um, you know, he talks about when Bill was a commentator on NBA games and, and would go after his teammates at the Lakers and how difficult <laughs> that was for him uh, to have his dad going after them in the broadcast. And then he started going after Luke as well. So, uh, you know, all things being equal. So, but but Luke, you know, Luke loves his dad, and we interviewed all four of Bill's sons for the series, and they're all pretty terrific. Want to make sure everybody gets to uh, check it out. It's called The Luckiest Guy in the World, and it's a four-part 30 for 30 beginning on uh, June 6th uh, for uh, ESPN. We've been speaking with the director, Steve James. Steve, great stuff, man. Congratulations, and thank you for coming by. Yeah, thanks for having me. Okay, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a break, and come on back. We'll close out hour number two right here on Byline. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. That's 
That's 800-867-6917. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. Thanks for that. A couple of minutes left in hour number two of three. Last night at the Ferran Puskas Arena, the greatest Bulgarian player ever, one of the greatest players ever. That was in Budapest. Budapest. We had the uh, <clears throat> Europa League final between Sevilla, who have already won it six times. Remember, the Europa Cup is the UEFA Cup and the Cup Winners Cup put together. That's what it is. The Europa League. And so it's just under the Champions League. It's still a very good cup to win. Sevilla had won it six times, and it's really not that old of a competition. But Jose Mourinho, who was with AS Roma against them, he has won five cup competitions. He was 5-0. and oh. So they go to penalties, tied 1-1. And uh, who is it once again but Gonzalo Montiel, who hit the winner for Argentina in the World Cup, he actually hit the post, but Rui Patricio went early, so they got to take it again. He hits it in, and Sevilla win. They've now won the Europa League seven times, which is insane. It really is. But my favorite part was Jose Mourinho was given the silver, silver medal, and he whipped it into the crowd. And he said, I don't want silver medals. <laughs> He said, I want to stay at Roma, but my players deserve more. I deserve more. What does that mean? Does that mean you're leaving? But yes, how's your silver medal? I don't know. It's like when I asked J.T. Snow when he was in here, where's your NL ring? After they lost to the Angels in 2002 in the World Series, he said, I think it's in my son's room. (laughs) I'm Rick Tittle. We got another hour. Come on back.
USA News. I'm Richard Johnson. The U.S. Senate is now considering the bill to raise the debt ceiling and roll back some federal spending, the measure that passed the House by a nearly three-to-one margin last night. We were never going to allow a default. New York Republican Michael Aller on why he voted yes. On the other side, South Carolina Republican Nancy Mace. It was a bad deal, and that's not what the American people wanted. They wanted actual spending cuts for raising the debt ceiling, and that's not what they got last night. And as for Senate action today... There will be some sort of an arrangement worked out where the amendment votes will take place. Uh, most, all of them, in fact, will fail, uh, and this bill will be passed in time. It seems now not a matter of if, but when. It could happen as soon as tonight, for instance, if they can come to some sort of an agreement. NBC correspondent Ryan Nobles on Capitol Hill. Several reports quote Justice Department sources as saying the special counsel has a recording from 2021 of former President Trump talking about a classified Defense Department document he took from the White House. Legal analyst Barbara McQuaid says that could be a violation of the 100-year-old Espionage Act. The Espionage Act was passed during the time of World War I before we had the current classification system. Instead, it just talks about national defense information. And so that takes this whole issue of classification off the table. It completely moots any argument about whether Trump either did or thought he could declassify information. The information reportedly a document on scenarios for a potential attack on Iran. On this first day of hurricane season, the National Hurricane Center is watching a low-pressure system in the Gulf of Mexico that has about a 50-50 chance of becoming a tropical depression or storm. It's expected to drench the Florida Gulf Coast this weekend. It may take you a bit longer to board your flight on Spirit Airlines today. Spirit says its website, mobile app, and airport check-in kiosks were down due to what it will only call a technical issue. This is USA News. We're recording this progressive commercial on a real boat to let people know that when you bundle your home, boat, and other vehicles... What was that, Flo? Progressive saves you money, Jamie. Why are we doing this on a boat? We were going for authenticity. We're going to the city? Authenticity. You mean Atlantic City? But we're not in the Atlantic. Are we? Bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. When I wasn't taking it and I was waiting for my operation, I was feeling uh, very tired. Now I'm driving like 11, 12 hours a day. I told you I manage 15 gas stations. And I have so much energy. I even gave some of my pills for my son. And he said, Dad, this is good. So I like it. I'm healing so fast. It's like amazing. My family is so surprised. California is a step closer to banning state workers from using TikTok on their work phones. A bill moving its way through the state legislature would ban social media apps considered high risk. A new department within NASA is taking a new look at something that's been around and been unexplained for several decades. What used to be called UFOs, unidentified flying objects. The group held its first public hearing yesterday, sharing video of objects in the sky moving in ways that experts can't explain. Astrophysicist Adam Frank says it's about time government officials started taking the issue seriously. And then we'll be in a position to, you know, to begin to say whether or not uh, there's anything actually unusual here and whether there's anything that even goes beyond um, human physics. The head of a similar group within the Defense Department says they get as many as 100 reports a month and as many as 5% of them appear to be what experts now call UAP, unexplained anomalous phenomena. 
A new hotel concept's opening in Las Vegas tomorrow. The Lexi will be the town's first cannabis-inclusive hotel, meaning you'll be able to light up in the rooms. But how long will it stay open? The Lexi does not have a cannabis consumption lounge license, and Nevada law bans cannabis consumption in public places. But the hotel owners contend that Nevada law is not clear on cannabis use inside the privacy of a hotel room. So they say they're okay. I'm Rich Johnson, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Here, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153-800-943-2153-800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hey, welcome back. It is our three of three. So it's nice to have you with us wherever you are listening in this great land of ours. And eh, some foreign lands are okay. It ain't nothing like America. You don't need nothing. Nothing like America. What do you say? I don't know. Mick Yardley's coming up. And then uh, Jimmy Shin, he will uh, join us. <clears throat> As uh, well, Jimmy Shin is uh, a stand-up comedian. He's at Cobb's. I know someone that has a Peloton, and they paid over $2,000 for it. And then they had to get the special shoes, and they pay, I think, $44 a month to be part of the Peloton videos and classes and things. And I saw that they recalled the Pelotons because I don't know if all of them are a certain seat because of a a bad seat or something. But when you spend over two grand and then have something recalled, doesn't that kind of sound like a car? <laughs> this is a bicycle that goes nowhere. I kind of feel like if you wanted to uh, 
be on a, a bicycle, you would go outside. But sometimes people can't go outside. Maybe you live in Manhattan, or maybe you live on a hill, or maybe you live on dirt roads. It's just not feasible, right? Just not feasible. And yet, uh, I think it's pretty amazing that they still recall them. All right. One other thing that I love, they were going back to the draft when Nikola Jokic was drafted. It was during a Taco Bell commercial, and it was underneath. (laughs) They showed, like, this burrito being broken in half with the cheese. (laughs) It's usually when the Raiders pick. The Raiders select Dick Hurts, Iowa State. Who? Yeah, that type of thing. All right. We'll talk a little more NBA on the other side with Mick Yardley. Your call's 1-800-878-PLAY. 11:40. Jimmy Shin. Come on back. This is Ron Barr. I've got a great suggestion for you. Father's Day is coming up, and if you really want to give him something I know he'll like, give him the Omaha Steaks Dad's Want Steaks package. I guarantee he'll say, wow, this is great. Your dad doesn't need another electronic gadget. Just visit omahasteaks.com, type in sports in the search bar, and order the Dad's Want Steaks package and also get $30 off. Your gift package includes smoky tender bacon-wrapped filet mignons, boneless pork chops, gourmet jumbo franks, and boneless chicken breasts. And for a sweet finish, you'll get delicious caramel apple tarts. Trust me, I've had them all, and your dad will love them too, and it's a Father's Day gift you and your dad will always remember. From experience, I can tell you, Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's the best steak of your life, guaranteed. So surprise your dad with something both of you can enjoy and never forget. That's omahasteaks.com, keyword sports. It's the ultimate Father's Day gift. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Collectible Exchange is the most trusted sports memorabilia company in the country, carrying game-used, autographed, and other one-of-a-kind items. Founded by collecting icon Brandon Steiner from Steiner Sports, they can also help you evaluate, authenticate, and sell your sports collectibles. Check out CollectibleExchange.com and use code RADIO20 for 20% off between now and Father's Day. With over 150,000 items and over 80 pro and college athletes selling directly to you. That's code RADIO20 at CollectibleExchange.com. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com, and I'll reply personally with my plays. 
My NFL record this season was an industry best 72 and 33, and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. Hey, it's 11-12, you know what that means. Free dance lessons. What? Oh, no, we're going to check in with one of our friends from Pro Wagering and ProWagering.com. It's Mick the Pick, Yardley talking NBA Finals. And, Mick, everybody is saying, oh, my gosh, the Nuggets, they're the best team. They got the best player. They're at home. They just swept the Lakers. They're rested. But I got. I think the Heat have a chance. How are you looking at it? Yeah, um, it's it's kind of it's going to be the rest versus rust argument right now. That's been off for God over a week now. I'm saying I think, and Miami they're probably fresh, but I mean, hey, the sports books tend to agree with everyone else. I mean, we're looking at eight and a half point spread for Game One uh, tonight. I, I think Denver opens up strong, but as far as the series goes, you know, I hey, don't count Miami out. You know, Jimmy Butler, they play that brand of basketball, you know, kind of kind of like the 03-04 Pistons, man. They, they remind me a lot of that team. And they got grit, and you can never count Miami out. Uh, Miami could win the series, but tonight I'm going to lay the points with Denver tonight. Speaking of your Pistons, up to $100 million for Monty Williams. Your thoughts? Well, I, hey, I got to try something in Detroit. So that's a lot of money. But, hey, I you know, I I say go for it. The Pistons haven't been good in so long that you got to take a chance. It's a lot of cash. All right, well, let's, let's talk about the series a little bit because Jokic does everything offensively. He's Mr. Triple-Double. He's not an elite rim defender. What do you think that means – for the heat when it comes to getting in the paint. Yeah, that's true. I, I think that that's Miami's probably one of their like we're gonna Bam on but Bam's gonna need to have a big series. Bam's gonna have to get in there and he's gonna he's gonna have to get physical with Jokic. You know, when they feed him the ball, he's gotta lower that shoulder and take it to him. So I think if he can do that, then you know maybe they'll jar or rattle Jokic a little bit because yeah, I mean, Jokic is the best player on planet Earth right now. So someone's got to get in his face and get physical with them. And, uh, you know, I think Bam's that type of player that could do that with the opportunity. Because you're right, he's not the best rim defender. But he does everything else. So, yeah, I think they're going to need to be physical with him. You know, I think Miami, the, their shot of winning this series is to keep these games super low scoring. Uh you know, you got to get physical. That's it. And then Jimmy Butler's got to just do his thing. You know, he's just got to score points. Jimmy, Jimmy's got to score points, but they got to they got to do it the right way. They got to play a very slow pace. Like if they try to run and gun with Denver, it's not going to work out. 
So they should play Olivia Newton-John on the way out of the locker room. Let's get physical, physical, <laughs> yeah. right? All right. Yeah, I mean, um, that's their own shot. <laughs> uh, forgive me for that. Um, the Heat run more zone than than just about anybody. If you're Michael Malone, how do you look at that? And and because I sort of feel like the 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 Nuggets are going to be like, look, we're we're not even going to worry about what you do. We're just going to do what we do, and we're good enough that we'll win four out of seven before yeah. you can. Well, they're going to have to hit jump shots. Like uh, if Miami. And we all know that Jokic can hit jump shots. Like, he just posts up, like, right around the free throw line. They give him the ball. And, you know, he either ends up making a brilliant pass to someone or, you know, you see some of those big, like, tree tall or tree trunk type shots he takes. You know, he doesn't have the prettiest jump shot, but it works. But, yeah, I mean, they're, the Heat play zone, and Denver's going to look to attack the holes in the zone, which is usually around, like, the top of the key. So, you know, guys like Jamal Murray, Aaron Gordon, they're going to have to hit jump shots, especially Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray's key in this series. He's going to have to hit some jump shots, which he, he can. You know, Jamal Murray's very good, and Jokic sets him up very well. Jokic just makes everyone better on the floor. But, yeah, Miami, they play the same brand, same brand of ball almost all the time, and they they don't really change for anyone. So, Miami's going to play their game, and if Denver can beat it, they'll beat it. But, it, you know, if Miami comes out there with attitude and they're physical and they get up in their face, then then I think we could see an extended series. Were it not for Lonnie Walker, maybe the Warriors got past the, the Lakers. And so that's the thing about the playoffs is you never know which sort of unsung bench guy is going to step Never. up and go nuts. Do you have a feeling one way or another, maybe uh, not one of the big names we're talking about, might be able to step up here? Uh, well, obviously Vincent on Miami. He's going to have to do what he did against Boston. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's going to have to have a big series again. Um, on Denver, I think, I mean, I guess I wouldn't call him a bench player, but same Aaron a lot of this is going to ride on Aaron Gordon for mm-hmm. Denver. If Aaron Gordon can hit some jump shots, then I think Denver sail, sails away with it pretty easily. But, yeah, Miami's going to force Denver to take some jump shots. So if Denver hits these jump shots, they're going to win. If they don't, then they'll lose. Let me ask you about Spolstra because – you know, he when he did win, he had a guy named LeBron, and he took over for Pat Riley a, a long time ago and is still going strong, got the team to the final in the bubble. Doesn't get a lot of respect, though. He's sort of in that category of good but not great. But if you look at it, you could argue that he's one of the top five in the NBA bar none. Are you in the school of he's top five, or are you more the good but not great category? Uh, he's... I'm more of the good, but not great. But he he's got a he's got a chance to prove himself here, big time with this team. He wins a title with this team, he goes into that great category because mm-hmm. he he's been around forever. And you know, yeah, he's won a couple titles with LeBron. You know, and LeBron and uh, they had the big three down there in Miami. Mm-hmm. But you know, this is a team that you know they don't really have a super superstar like that. Like Jimmy 
Jimmy Butler's a superstar, but I don't think he's on like LeBron James level. But, you know, if they can get it done with this team, then he automatically goes into that great category, I think. And he is a great coach. I mean, he's been around forever. He's taken some some really misfit teams and turned them into winners. And, yeah, here he is. He He's back, and he deserves the shot. Miami's had a hell of a playoffs. I mean, they pretty much – Beat every, they beat everyone they play, obviously. But earlier in the in the tournament, you know, taking out Milwaukee in round one was well, a shock to me. But they did it, and here they are, and they and they got a good chance. You know, if they play the right way, Denver is beatable. Finally, is there some uh, like a, a a prop or any other type of first half over under this or that type of bet you're looking at for us? Uh, tonight, well, tonight I'm looking at the total. It's uh, like the full game total. I'm not really huge into props. I've never been like a huge prop better. Mm-hmm. I tend to stick with like full games or, you know, first halves, you know, standard bets. But I'm looking at the total tonight, and I I think Denver's going to actually play some D at home. So I'm leaning towards the under 219. There he is, Mick, the pick, Yardley. Check him out and everybody in all the sports. It's over at ProWagering, ProWagering.com. Mick, always good stuff. Uh, let's talk hoop soon, man. Sounds good, brother. All right, sounds good. Rick Tittle with you. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come back with some open lines on Sports Byline. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me? If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, 
unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. To me, it's like a mountain. A vast bowl of pus. beats his servants i don't have any f- servants i'm um, very very nice guy welcome back to the show rick tittle with you coast to coast coming up in the next segment comedian jimmy shin he's here at Cobbs. well when it comes to trading cards upper deck has just been the class of it all going back to the 80s and it's still going strong and i'm here to talk about their brand new box set 2022-23 hockey series two eight cards per pack 24 packs per box and it's got the goat herder himself alex ovechkin on the cover i call him that because my friend said ovechkin it means goat herder which is funny because the guy used to work her name brian kilgore and he said in gaelic kilgore meant goat herder tittle means boar herder which is a little bit different yeah but yes 2022 hockey series two collects six uh six Young Guns Rookie bar, uh, Cards per box. Once again, collect six Young Guns Rookie Cards per box, home of the Young Guns since 1990. It is, once again, Upper Deck 2022-23 Hockey Series 2 box set. That's heavy stuff because it's heavy, baby. Uh, 1-800-878-PLAY. One of the things that you do when you are a broadcaster and you're a former athlete is sometimes you need to be critical of players on the field. Otherwise, why are you there? 
And we were talking earlier with Steve James from 30 for 30, who did the Bill Walton thing. And he said it was at first hard for Bill Walton to be critical of the Lakers and his son. And then finally just went for it. But there was um, a podcast called Foul Territory. And it was um, a podcast with former twins A.J. Pierzynski and Doug Mankiewicz. And they said some pretty bad things about (laughs) A-Rod. Now, here's the thing. A.J. Pierzynski is one of the top horses' asses in the history of baseball. Just hated everywhere he went. But the thing was, he was a big guy and he could hit. So he was going to play. And I'll never forget when the uh, Giants trainer in spring training ran out when Pierzynski got one in the crotch. And he said, "Where where did it get you? And he punched him in the crotch and said, there. And the guy went down and then he kept helping him. But that's what he did. And then it leaked. A certain pitcher on the uh, Giants said he went over to Pruszynski and he said, uh, you know, we're the starting battery. Let's go over the lineup. And he's like, I'm playing Bones. He's like, what? He goes, don't interrupt me when I'm playing dominoes. So they never went over the lineup. And then he told the media. Probably not a good idea to squeak it under the media. But anyway, Pruszynski's a horse's ass. And I remember one time... Uh, he was interviewed, and he was wearing a Tampa Bay Buccaneers hat, and it was right after they beat the Raiders in the Super Bowl thirty-seven, which made me mad. And the guy was like, oh, you're a Tampa Bay guy? And he's like, nah. And so he's wearing the hat. He goes, I never had an NFL team, but my wife likes them, so okay. I'm like, you never had an NFL team? Are you from Russia? Anyway, <laughs> Doug Mankiewicz, who played for Tommy Lasorda, uh, at uh, for the Olympic team, you might remember. And when he caught the last out of the World Series, he said, this is my uh, insurance policy or my kid's college fund or whatever. Um, they were talking about uh, A-Rod, and A.J. Pruszynski asked Menkevich if Rodriguez acknowledges him when they see him in uh, public. <clears throat> now, remember... Minkiewicz played with A-Rod in high school and on the Yankees. <clears throat> and Minkiewicz said that A-Rod does acknowledge him, but only in a certain setting. And for that, the most part, A-Rod just distances himself from any high school teammate. But this is what Minkiewicz said. It's like you're just trying to get into heaven now. I'm still friends with my high school team. We still text often, not as much as we should, but we still text, group thread, constantly badgering each other. He's just distant from it. I don't care how good or how great you become and how far your career goes. You never forget your high school dudes. And he said, A-Rod is going to die a lonely man. So USA Today asked A-Rod about that. He said... There's always going to be people out there that have things to say. Everyone has an opinion, but I certainly would never talk publicly negatively about any of my teammates, especially someone from high school. I mean, look, we're almost 50 now. This is supposed to be the good old days when we look back and we cringe about some of the weird things that we did, and we're proud of the relationships we built over the years. So you take that with a grain of salt and wish everyone well, and you move on. I was shocked and surprised 
it's strange because I always considered Doug a good friend. So this could be the kind of thing where Minkiewicz now is like, dude, we were just screwing around. Don't worry about it. It was fine. Or he doubles down on it and goes, what are you talking about, A-Rod? You're hella fake. Hella fake, y'all. 1-800-878-PLAY. You know, there are people going around now starting to think we're past Memorial Day. Who's going to be the all-star? Who's going to be the one from each team? And I like the fact that there's one from each team. Otherwise, my team wouldn't have one this year. But it'll probably be right now Estuary Ruiz. Just to, it'd be, It would be really cool. Like late in the game, uh, the AL needed a stolen base, and he was able to get it and score the winning run, something like that. <clears throat> but when you look around at guys who could be all-star starters right now. And the amount of XAs is really crazy. I mean, you could say like first base could be Yandy Ruiz, uh, sorry, Yandy Diaz of the, uh, the, the Yankees. But second base in the American League is probably Simeon. Third base is Chapman. Um, then you'd have to say in the National League, Max Muncy would be at third, and Sean Murphy would be the catcher. I mean, it's just A's after A's after A's. And it's the kind of thing where you think, well, what happened with these guys? The Max Muncy thing I don't worry about because he stunk when they gave up on him, and they gave him like three shots. Remember, Nobody wanted him. He went to a high school field with his dad back in Texas and just basically started hitting fly balls again. Nobody was interested in him. It was only because Farhan knew him from his Oakland days that he gave him another shot. But Chapman was a first-round pick of the A's. Um, Matt Olson was a first-round pick of the A's, and he could be ahead of, funnily enough, Freddie Freeman, who he supplanted in Atlanta, but you'd have to say Freeman would be the guy. Freeman, by the way, this is the thing... You know, yesterday we were talking with J.D. Sharp about Miles Michaelis, and I mentioned to him at the World Baseball Classic, biggest barrel chest I've ever seen, chesty puller, United States Marine Corps, bigger than any football player I've ever seen. And yet Freddie Freeman, I think, had like a 28-inch waist. I couldn't believe how skinny Freddie Freeman was. I always thought he was more burly. Mark Burley? Yeah, that's who I meant, Mark Burley. Um, but anyway, when I start just, it's just, you know, and then you could actually make a claim at catcher. If it's not Adley Rushman, it would be Jonah Heim. Jonah Heim is another ace player that was uh, given away. And by the way, Atlanta did beat the A's uh, yesterday. So they were not swept by the A's. And had they been, I think you really might have seen a team that'd be forced to walk home. You <laughs> call me in two weeks when you get to Albuquerque. It it probably would have been something like that. Uh, and by the way, earlier in the show, I was mentioning Tom Brady had to look into the camera and go, I'm not going to play again. And there was a rumor that the A's were going to cut him and get out of his three-year $72.8 million deal. Uh, Josh McDaniels was asked about that today, the Raiders head coach. It hurts saying that. He said, when they asked about Garoppolo, he said, quote, you guys may have anxiety. I have no anxiety. I have very good information 
that would tell me we're going to be fine. He's just going through his process like we knew he would. Uh, Nothing has happened that would surprise us based on the information we had. We don't play a game for 100 days. Everything that's happened since we signed Jimmy, we knew ahead of time. Certainly had an awareness of it all. Our Our preference is not to push it and rush anybody back at this point in time. Well, <laughs> what that means in the interim is Garoppolo spending less time throwing to Devontae Adams, who said he is looking forward to his new quarterback to conform to whatever style of play Adams would like to think is best. Isn't that nice? You think, I'm Devontae Adams, you do it my way. He's like, whatever you want, Jimmy G. Free sex for life. No, Devontae Adams didn't tell him that. All right, Jimmy Shin on the other side. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Violin. a book, you can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing don't wait another day take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print you've already written a book so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to dorns publishing and get your free guide to publishing call right now 800-485-6003 800-485-6003 that's 800-485-6003 If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738. 800-278-1738. 800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Hey, 
airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647-855-325-5647-855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Can I be real with you right now? I mean, like, really, really real? Yes. I just thought about going out there for the second half, and a little bit of pee came out. Rick Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. <laughs> All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Sunday, get down to Cobbs down here in North Beach on uh, Columbus. It's going to be at 730. What's that? It's the Shindig Show with Jimmy Shin, veteran comedian who... Joins us now, Jimmy. Welcome to the show. For those unfamiliar with the Shindig Show, what are we looking at? The Shindig Show is a show I started here in uh, L.A. over at the Comedy Store, and it's a showcase of the best comedians L.A. has to offer. Uh, did you were you in the days when you had to get passed uh, by Mitzi, or did you get in after? I got in right after. Yeah, unfortunately, she was sick when I got there. Did you have to get passed by Polly? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't get uh, passed by Polly either. It's by Tommy, this guy who was uh, working the booking after Mitzi was sick. Now, did they have to? I know a lot of those store comedians. You got to do the door and the parking lot and everything, and then maybe they'll give you five minutes when everybody's sitting down. Did you kind of grind that way, or were you already kind of like just walking in the door? Yeah, I was already kind of uh, showcasing there, and then um, uh, an opportunity opened, and uh, next thing you know, I'm uh, having my own show there. All right, so correct me if I'm wrong. You're going to be a lawyer. Mom and dad, mm-hmm. are, mom and dad are proud, and then you're like, I want to be a comedian. And was it the Tonight Show when they're like, all right, I guess you made the right decision? <laughs> actually it was a little more brutal than that um while i was in law school i hated it and i was super depressed because it wasn't really my purpose it was my dad's dream for me and um i was acting out man i was uh partying a lot and i was selling pot and one day i got caught selling pot and back then it was a felony and so it took me off that track 
And but the good news is, while I was on probation, and uh, I ended up finding stand-up comedy. And fast forward today, today I'm doing what I love for a living. And then uh, also my parents are proud because they saw me on the on the TV. <laughs> Do you still have your tats from San Quentin? <laughs> no, I don't have the tabs for San Quentin. Yeah, I kind of got a slap on the wrist, but it did take me off the course for uh, taking the bar exam, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. It's amazing. At the time, you thought not, and then there it is. Um, do I do I dare delve into the stereotype of the uh, the Asian parents uh, saying you don't do comedy? That's not a real job. I mean, did, was did you have that situation? Oh, man. They were, used to call me every day, man, when I st- started doing stand-up because, you know, you don't make any money for the first five years. Yeah. And so my dad would be, like, the, my worst sort of enemy when it came to my dreams. And he'd call me up. He'd be like, why are you no married? Why are you no lawyer? Are you gang? <laughs> and, you know, for years he thought, like, he was trying to manipulate me into getting back on track. And then finally... uh you know, he figured out Facebook, and he sees I'm doing all these shows, like at Cobbs and all these great places. And uh, finally, he starts being my biggest supporter and writing on my wall, still in broken English. Like, you are number one comedian in the world, very handsome man. And so uh, <laughs> I thumbs up at first, but I delete it because it's kind of embarrassing. Um, but he, he did finally come around, so... I remember when uh, growing up in the East Bay here and, and you know, just so many um, different uh, nationalities. And my best friend, his parents were from China. His last name was Chin with one mm-hmm. N. And I remember when I graduated from college, you know, his mom, Mrs. Chin, who was almost like another mother to me, she just turned on me because I was still living at home. And she said that it was disgraceful. <laughs> and and that I shouldn't be able to look at myself in the mirror, and I was like, wow. So I was like, I I just got a little taste of it right there. <laughs> well, maybe she hears you on the radio now and is proud of you. So. <laughs> she hears me now. Just he even sucks at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, you're gonna have like a a little showcase then, kind of uh, like the store. Everybody gets ten fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Everyone gets about ten, fifteen, and then I'll do about forty. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's about I have four openers instead of the traditional couple that people have, mm-hmm. um, and that way it just keeps it interesting. I have uh, somebody for everybody. You know, I got a Latin on there, and I got a uh, you know black guy. I got a <laughs> another Asian chick, and, and a white lady. So we we cover all the bases. We got something for everybody, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, I th- I'm gonna have to cancel you because you don't have trans. <laughs> well, there's still time, brother. <laughs> there's still time. <laughs> uh, we're speaking with uh, Jimmy Shin uh, Sunday at seven thirty at Cobb's the uh, the Shindig show. Um, when you think about um, doing sets like Conan and we mentioned the Tonight Show and stuff. And that used to be the building block in the 70s and 80s, and you would try to get like a sitcom out of it. But now it sort of seems like, yeah, I'll do a Kimmel, but I'd much rather do Rogan or Marin. I mean, what's that like now that sort of the pods rule the day? Yeah, yeah. No, back in the day, man, if uh, Johnny had you uh, do the show and then waved you over, man, that was, you were set. You know, you were going to get a sitcom. You were going to have a career. 
Um, nowadays, it's just kind of a credit. And like you said, it's it's bigger to be on Rogan or, or Marin and one of the bigger podcasts. And But it's also good because you can pave your own way. Like uh, you can, you know, develop a social media following on YouTube or or some of the other platforms and get your own following. So you really have control over your career um, versus before, you know, they, they kind of uh, ruled the day and controlled whether who gets in, you know. I had uh, Steve Byrne in here many times. I know he's a store guy, too. And yeah, I love Steve. Yeah, he's great. He's half, half Korean, actually. That's what so I was just going to, yeah, I was just going to bring up because yeah, yeah. when he had his show with, with Bobby Lee, of course, Miss, he's a store guy and um, mm-hmm. it, that, you know, it was sort of like with Hollywood, you know, it had to be, if you were going to try a pilot and you weren't white, it had to be an ethnic thing. And and some people capitalize on it. You think like, you know, Joe Coy, who's been in here, he just, he just the Filipinos, he's, in, he's like Pacquiao, he's a national hero now. But yeah. do you sort of sometimes think... Uh, you know, I, I just want to do a funny show. It doesn't have to be because I'm of Asian heritage. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, I'm starting to delve into these stories, especially of of, of sort of my origin story and, and how I came into stand-up and being more vulnerable. And so that's a, you know, instrumental part of my act. Um, but I think for a minute, people were like, you know what, we're sick of the Asian <laughs> um, <laughs> accent, <laughs> you know, co- comedy, and, you know, it's funny and everything, but, you know, we're, let's let's not do that for a little while. But now I think people are going back to, well, this is part of my story. My parents actually did talk like that, and so I can't tell a different story than that. And so I think it's coming full circle, um, you know, and I think, you know, I, the pendulum is swinging the other way again to where we're starting to be more free and uh, respecting comedy as sort of the last frontier where we have free speech and can joke whatever we want, you know? So talk about, if you could, and I know it wasn't a smash hit, but it was still pretty cool to be mm-hmm. in a movie with Danny Trejo, Silencer. I'm, I'm name-dropping Tito Ortiz. He's been in here with me before. I know he was mm-hmm. in that, uh, Chuck Liddell, Nikki Lee. Tell us a little bit about yeah. Silencer and what that was like. Honestly, that was like a dream come true. And um, it was uh, amazing to meet Danny Trejo. He was the nicest guy. And then being a big UFC fan, man, Chuck and uh, Tito are legends. And I got to sit with them at the trailer for hours, you know, because sometimes it's just a waiting game, you know, waiting till the next shot. And, you know, I got to pick their brain and, and talk about all kinds of crazy stuff. And, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. And it was, it was so cool meeting all those guys. So d- after that, did your agent, were offers pouring in for more acting roles? You know, I thought it was going to be like that. But these days, man, it, it, again, it's just like a credit. Right. You know, you're only as good as your last gig, where before you could actually develop some momentum and, oh, you know, you're the it guy. Um, there's just so many people that have access to it that you, you, you do have a lot more competition. Um, but also, uh, but if you're good, you still, you know, can make good stuff and, and get into stuff. So um, it's a mixed bag. Did you ever feel like writing a pilot or a movie yourself? Yeah, I'm actually working on a, a, a movie with my own life, a script with a buddy, and i um, trying to translate this uh into a, a, a movie or maybe even a series because I just saw Beef. I don't know if you saw that on uh, Netflix, mm-hmm. but it's, it tells a, a 
Korean American story in a whole different way. And I think it's uh, very timely that, uh, you know, different cultures tell their story um, and tell some new stories. So, yeah, I'm working on that right now. You just made me think of something else. Let me throw this at you. Did you get any of that? Like uh, when Trump was like the China virus and it's, you know, uh, thanks. Thanks, Wuhan. And, you know, stop Asian hate. Did you did you get any pushback when you were here? Yeah, you know what? Really? You get a little bit of that. Yeah, because, you know, a lot of uh, people can't tell us apart, you know, and I'm Korean. And so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, China, and then I actually say that in my in my act, too. I go, a little history lesson for you guys, China and Korea <laughs> are not the same country, so quit calling me Chinese. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, you know, also joke around and say, you know, something to the effect of, uh, you know, I can't smoke weed anymore because uh, I don't want to be the Asian guy coughing outside during COVID. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's so funny. Well, it's not ha-ha funny, but one of my good friends in high school who he was half white, half Filipino, he got called Chinese. So it's just just everybody's Chinese, huh? Yeah, everybody's Chinese. Just like, uh, you know, when we hated uh, all Arab people, everybody was, was you know, Afghan, Afghan or, or, or uh, right. it's know, just, Taliban. If, if, you're, know? if you're Muslim. Even the Indian people, they call them Taliban. <laughs> ah, we're so smart. Everybody, get over, get your tickets, CobbsComedy.com, Sunday at 7.30, four comedians, and then a, a full um, headliner set from Jimmy Shin. It is the Shindig Show. Once again, Cobb's Comedy Club down here on Columbus in North Beach. Jimmy, good stuff, man. Uh, Next time you're in town, come on in studio. We'd love to have you. Sounds good, Rick. It was fun talking to you. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Byline USA. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills... 
you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160-800-390-5160-800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. It says 100% guaranteed, you moron. Mister, if you don't shut up, I'm going to kick 100% of your ass. Rick Tittle's got a black belt in keeping it real. All right, a couple of minutes left in the show. Lionel Messi will be officially now leaving Paris Saint-Germain. We kind of knew that would be true <clears throat> after the suspension when he went to Saudi Arabia to fulfill some promotionary obligations, what have you. But the head coach, Christophe Galtier, said uh, their game against <laughs> Clermont Foot, that's right, Clermont Foot, will be his last one. And um, he secured the club's record 11th league on title um, already, um, 496 goals uh, as well. Galtier said, it has been my privilege to coach the best player in soccer history. Saturday will be his final game at Parc de Prince, and I hope that he will be greeted in the best possible way, as much has been said about Leo. He has been an important figure this year, always available, really. And I do not think that all of the criticism has been justified. It has been an absolute privilege to work alongside him this season. So Messi now will either choose Inter Miami... <laughs> In Major League Soccer, a return to Barcelona, which I do not see happening, or going to play 
for a team in Saudi Arabia. Dominic was just telling me that Kareem Benzema is on his way to Saudi Arabia. The, the money is ridiculous. Remember, they have $600 billion. That's their budget to create sports. And this is what they've spent on Live Golf and Formula One uh, as well. Uh, but the rumors were that it could be Al Idihad or another team could offer Lionel Messi for one season a billion dollars. A billion dollars for one season to play 90 minutes of soccer once a week. How do you turn that down? The human rights violations, Khashoggi. All right, I see how you turn it down. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll see you tomorrow, 9 a.m. Peck time right here on Sports Byline. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.